Okay, episode five of Grisha Watch. We're it's been a long day, everybody. Episode yeah. five of Grisha Watch, episode six of Shadow and Bone, also known as the shortest episode of the season. I don't know that that's true, but it definitely feels like it. Why did it feel that way? It wasn't I don't like know. it was so one thing after another action pack. It had it had enough for the slow motions. It had you know. Like the pacing wasn't, it didn't seem like it was going. But fast. you and I both had like the same immediate reaction of the credits rolling and going, "Was that an hour?" Yeah, I had to go back and see, and yeah, it was. It was at least forty minutes. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe the the delirium is setting in for both of us. It was. We we entered some weird time loop. Yes, uh, but we did start. So we started back. This just also feels like it was a while ago because the episode starts with them questioning the conductor in the creepy underground whatever they're in yeah um the guy that you couldn't recognize without the hat so i'm surprised you even knew that was him uh because he didn't have the hat on he didn't so. but i'm a little used to it now you know i just needed a moment i needed to get used to it but we're there we're there but so. he's a he's a known entity because the darkling figures out who he is yeah, because I forgot about the connection between him and Nina all the way through. Yeah. So, um, that's pretty much how he puts everything together. And he's got the the heart tugger. What is he called? Render. Heart render. <laughs> Thank you. They're not the tugging nothing, all right? Don't be weird. Oh, like, there's not weird stuff going on anyway. Whatever. Nobody's, so nobody's Andy, tugging nothing. They're tugging hearts. Um. So, yeah, he's got a, a human lie detector right next to him. He does. And, and he brings Zoya with him. So Zoya is apparently allowed on palace grounds again. We're just well, not going to talk about that. She's right-hand man. She she's is? She's right-hand man again. She's got her seat in, in the... in the. And you know, know what? Now that, now that Alina's running, I have got to point out, they shafted. They shafted Botkin in this show. He never even got a name, all right? He got one scene. And that was it. He got nothing. Where is my Botkin? Who is that? The com exactly the combat instructor. Oh, that's right. They he existed. shafted him in this show. He got <laughs> nothing because you know he gives me big. Um, oh, what's Wong? what's no what? You racist. What's um, oh, Arya's teacher? Her her dance instructor in Game of Thrones. Nobody remembers his name. They just remember what he said. I keep wanting to call him Sergio, and it's not his name. It's something like that. But, like, Sergio. he gives me big really? that guy vibes. Like, that's very similar to Botkin. I and, got Wong. Wow. Racist. Um, but, yeah, so that, like, he got nothing. We got nothing from him. Yeah. He that's didn't a train bummer. Anybody. And, like, you None always the teachers lose. were useful. I guess. Like, you always lose somebody in these adaptations. But, like, I didn't want to lose Botkin. Yeah. We just well, lost. You know what? We lost all of her training. She didn't get any training. No, she did not. Well, I mean, with uh, the old lady, yeah. Barely. Like, once was, was she helpful. She unlocked her potential. So. Yeah, by drugging her. T okay. <laughs> by roofing her. Sure. But, uh, yeah, so that just occurred to me that now that Alina's on the run and is no longer at the little palace, like, Botkin just got fucking shafted. He's gone. That's a bummer. But, uh, yeah, so the Darkling knows who the who the conductor is. He uh, he sends his people away. He's like, I'm going to handle this. Get out. 
wackest way. I'm sorry. I, in all the ways that he could have handled it. Quote you didn't unquote. like that he suffocated him with darkness? No. No. You can't I, cut everybody. Yeah, you can. Now it's it's mm -hmm. a very yeah, save it for special occasions. You literally can. You can cut them in different ways. Special occasions, Aaron. It's a special okay. occasion murder. Waste, waste, waste of a death. Uh, but Alina wakes up in the trunk of the car that she climbed into and got herself kidnapped. Oh, we have cars now. Huh? It's a trunk of a car. What do you think? What it's do you think? Carriage. What do you think? Car is short for? Carriage. Car. Carriage. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so she she finds she wakes up to find herself locked in. Shocking. Uh, but she magnifying glass burns ants her way out. <laughs> Because she just has one on her all she of a sudden. She just pulls a magnifying glass out of this purse we didn't know she was carrying. There is a lot of ex machina in Very this, much. In, in the second half of this, se this season, I will say. Oh, they didn't even show that. So Bagra leaves her, like, send, gives her, like, money when she leaves. She's like, here's some money. Get the fuck out. Like, here's some clothes. Here's some money. Flee. Uh, we didn't get oh, none of that. Book. But apparently. A, book. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm like, no, she didn't. Because her what escape show route, you yeah, her escape route in the book is that um, Bagra tells her to get into normal clothes and then sneak out with the performers from the from the Fet, uh, essentially because they're being they were all searched on the way in, but nobody's searching them on the way out. So just hide yourself in with them, and that's your way out, and then stay hidden, get gone. I'm sorry, they the, Ravka would lose. <laughs> War after war. You I mean, they haven't the won a war in, in the hundred years, so you. But you, you search people in. on the way in. You know, there's something special that cannot get out, but you don't search anybody on the way out because nobody's expecting her to leave. <sighs> Dumb. Nobody's Dumb. expecting her to want to leave. They're not looking they, for her. Again, I'm rooting for freaking West Rafka. Wow. And let Shuhan and Fierda take the rest. Oh, Jesus what, Christ. Yep. Let let them let do it. That's uh, where I'm at. Wow. And, like, I mean, clearly, so you're on the conductor side here, because that's that was his deal. He made a deal with the with uh, General no, Zlatan. I'm not on I'm not on the conductor side. I'm more on the Zlatan side. Conductor, remember, he was ready to sell out the, the Slaton. He very much uh, was. At, at the drop of a dollar. Said, you give me 500K? I got you. He's like, yeah, I can get close to him. I can kill him. Boom. Done. What, what you need. So he's all about the money. You know, he whatever. There's people is. like that. Slaton is like, hey, I want this to be our own place. You know, we don't need to be. And you know, if I sacrifice a couple Grisha to these witch burners, eh, who's hurting? They're not people anyway. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nina's going to kick your ass. But uh, yeah, so to get the, you know, Alina pulls out her very convenient magnifying glass and like MacGyver's her way out, only to find that they were just sitting on the, how long do you think they were sitting there like waiting for her to figure out how to get out? Because they're just waiting know. for her. They truly are just like sitting there. So it's like either you guys were waiting the whole time or maybe you heard maybe the lock, you know? I like it to think busted. that they were just like awkwardly there and like every time they heard a noise or like she was asleep and she moved, they're like, oh, man. no, no, not now. And they waited like an hour. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> what what was that? No, because there's a show that's done that where like it was either a show or a movie or something where somebody was like at a museum and it was supposed to be like a whole thing where like somebody walked up behind them and they just started talking. They're like, how'd you know it was me? And they're like, oh, I've done that to four other people so far. Terrible. I can't I remember what, what it is. was, but it was hilarious. 
but I want to oh, see that. Oh, if anybody hears this, please tweet me what it was. Jeez. I want to know. Um, and then and this is, I once again, I'm uncomfy. Why are they speaking to her? I don't like this. Why are Inej, Jasper, uh, Jasper and Kaz talking to Alina Stark? I don't like it. I don't, my brain is... The, the, their timelines are converging in ways they're not supposed to. All right, we're gonna no, we're gonna ruin the universe. They're converging the way they are, and it, they're, it's they're stressing me out. They're converging the way they're supposed to. It's stressing me is, out. Again, this is what the the writer gave her blessing to, and was like, "Go forth." You know, I'm here. It's so, stressing me. I mean, I'm it, uncomfy. It's gone to. It's gone to. <laughs> That's why I was like, in the next one, when he wanted to say School of Crows, Six of Crows comes out. It's, there's no way. Like, you guys are intertwined with this big event. So, yeah, it's a thing of the past. And no, unless they say that it's not just two years in the future, it's like 10. Nah, it's definitely just two. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Apparently, we'll see. Um, so, there's a, a line. So, we had talked earlier about the group of Fjordans. And like how they're all Druskel. Apparently they're not all Druskel because somebody is talking, you know, they're talking with the Darkling about um, Nina, you know, and, and what happened to her. Because I think Fedyr is the one that comes in and is like, you know, she was captured. But they say there's only one Druskel. They're saying Matthias Helvar is the only Druskel with them. Only one. Yeah, only one. The Which rest was, of them were just I was like, Fjernians? <laughs> You're killing me. Fjernian. Fjernian. I believe in you. Boy. But he's, yeah, he's like, oh, they have a Druskel with them, Matthias Helvar. I was like, was he the only one? Because no, they're like all there. Like his whole but company I mean, is there. I, I guess it could kind of make sense because he's got the equipment to catch one. You know, He's he also the... like at this point, not a full blown Druskel. He's still in training at this time. Oh, that's why the seeds of doubt. I see. Yeah, so he's, yes. yeah, he's not as in, you know, he's he's younger, he's still in training, he's not a full, but like, yeah, so the fact that he's on this mission alone is bizarre. So, because none of this is in the show, he's not a rookie. Hang on, hang on, hang on, and, my cat's about to pee on my floor, I gotta move him. Oh my god. Joe, this I see you, come here. No, 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 he's taking you to his litter box. I should add all this in there. So I take him into the bathroom, carry him into his litter box, and on my way to put him into his litter box, I step on my wet clothes, because he peed on those. Well, there you go. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, okay. So we were talking about Matthias. Yes, Matthias is not a uh, rookie in the show. He's just confused is what he is. I guess. I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, he, he doesn't have a beard. That's like a thing. He's, you know, the, the Druskel in training can't grow beards until they're out of training. So, like, that's kind like, of how he is. Just physically can't grow a beard? No, they're just they not just... allowed to. So, like, oh he can't. God. That's why he has short hair um, or shorter hair and he doesn't have a uh, beard because he's still in training. So, okay. yeah. So, he's. Um... God, I scrolled away. I can't find it anymore. 
I ruined everything. I ruined everything. Uh, yeah, so it was just weird. It's weird that he's on this mission by himself and that he's the only uh, only Grisha hunter with them. But, you know, we did find that out. So I needed to correct my earlier assumption that they were all Grisha hunters. Because I was about to say, if you have a, an, if you have more than one elite something to take down, you know, one of anything. Good Lord. You're not elite anymore. You're just a group of dudes. That's what you guys are. They're a group of humans trying to take down X-Men. Yeah, no, still. Yeah. You're not elite. You're just a group yeah. of people. So uh, he also looks completely frozen. He is full Jack at the end of Titanic on this on this piece of wood. He's oh yeah, blue. when they're out in the when uh in the book? No, in the show. Oh. He's like fully blue. He was he's, blue. They CGI'd was... it so that when she used her powers, he pinked up. I maybe just didn't see it on my screen. You, well, I mean, look I blue. am watching on a 4K television. So mm-hmm. I don't know no. what kind of standard definition deep TV you've got. I'm not looking at it at a TV, actually. I have a 4K TV, but I'm looking at it on my computer monitor, which uh-huh. is in 4K. You need to fix your colors because he goes from blue to pink when she uses her powers. Yeah. I'm looking at the scene right now. Anyway, okay. yeah, so he is looking like he's dead. She speeds up his heart to get him, you know, get his blood flowing, get him warmed back up. And he's like, no, how dare you save my life, you witch. This isn't allowed to happen. And she's like, what are you, what are you doing? If I wanted you dead, I would have just let you drown. What are you doing? I, we need each other. So she needs him to swim them to shore. He needs her to keep them both alive. And they're in a bit of a pickle. Where are they, though? How they do don't you know. know how far. How do you know how far you're going to be kicking your legs? They have no idea. But what's the other option? Just, Sit there. Yeah, until the storm stops, and then maybe you get an idea of where you're at. No. No. Think he's stronger than a storm. Just follow where it's taking them, because clearly they're just being pulled by the current at that point. Well, then why don't you just let the current pull you and don't waste the energy? Waste the energy. Go okay. Swim. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there, we kind of leave them in the ocean needing each other. They're on the same side. It's very weird for them. They don't know what's happening. Uh, Zoya, meanwhile, back at the right hand of the Darkling. Although for the first time, because we didn't really know she was there before. She just is now. They, they sprinkled her in in the early parts of this season and we're getting towards the end of this. But now they're kind of really just inserting her into this. So she's in the bedroom with him, uh, uh, with Alex, and he's all, How dare you, you know, struggling to figure out, you know, where his prize is. And uh, she, she goes back to her kind of one trick pony thing. She's horny girl over there. So she's like, this was play. a shock. She, I, Why? first of all, first of all, to get back to the fact that they are clearly aging everyone up. Because she very heavily implies that um, they used to bang. Because she's talking yeah, about how, like, you know, years ago. when your table was messy and your bed was neat, you know, I used to help you fix that around. Um, maybe so three they years used ago. to bang. She maybe three years is ago. Too young for them to have used to done anything. 
in the show, she's maybe 25 again. So three years ago, she's 22. And that's still... I'm just saying, that really caught me off guard. That really caught me off guard. Because she's always been... She's always wanted him, but it was never requited. You know? Mm. Like that... It's it's all in her head. Like she just wants this. She like I said, she has like a hero worship of him. She wants him because he's powerful, he's attractive, you know, and in the same way that a lot of them do. Um, like it's like Genya talks about it. She's like, you know, we all feel the pull to him, you know, with the power that he has and the way that he looks. You know, it's not just you. When she's talking to Alina about it, uh, you know, we all feel that pull to him. And Zoya was part of that. Like you know, she was not immune to that. But like. They never had a thing. Well, they got a thing going on I, in this that, one. It was just way out of left field. And um, that was and a it was a lot. So she says, relax. And he looks her again into the windows <laughs> to her soul. And is like, I'll relax when I have Alina. Damn. AKA, why do I need you? This other child <laughs> that I'm trying <laughs> to bang. I mean, they're all children in his, they, they in his are. presence. And hearkening so. back to characters that you think we're done with, they need David. They need mm, David on this mission. Do they? Do they? They do. They do. I'm sorry. I need to Google the actor because he got under, he got overpaid for under usage. That's what that is. They need David. He, as as soon had, as you were like, you're like, they're done with David. There's nothing for him. I was like, mm, wait for next episode. They need him for this mission. Still done with him. Like, they don't really need him. They could have wrote in any other thing. But, yeah, after she gets shut down, she lets out a big fart in the room. Wow. You know, it is an, uh, it is an unfortunately, around. like, it's because it's angled low and behind her. And, like, I was like, I don't know. There was a different way to do this. But So, wind fart. Yeah, it's fine. She's a Good wind Lord. farter. It's cool. You know? We move from that into a bit of a rough green screen. The uh, the Nina Mathias storyline did not have the biggest budget. They have the worst green screen, I think, so far. They're not the main characters. You're not They're not the main them, characters. Yeah, you're not going to give them the 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 top tier, you know, uh, Mandalorian budget. No, you're, you're going to give them the, you know, his dark materials polar bear paw. Wow. <laughs> wow. But uh, so they so the two of them wash up on shore and to, like, you know, like you're saying, they don't know where they are. So he's hoping they're at home for him. He's hoping they're on his homeland. And he's talking about, you know, I'm arresting you. I'm taking you to go to trial. And she's like, that very much depends on what side of the border we're on. So you can chill until we figure this out. And I thought he just knew what side of the border they were on. No, he said he basically says, like, uh, gel willing, we're on my homeland. He's like, you know, God willing. Oh, OK, so, yeah, we'll be yeah. in in uh, in Fierda. And she uh, is where we learn uh, she speaks. Not only does she speak Fierden, but he says she speaks Fierden like a native. So Maybe she, is, she is Fierden. She's not. I'll tell you that straight up. Uh, okay. She's not. It's just that she speaks like she said, she speaks six languages. And it's part of oh. her job. And that's just what she's good at. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. As as the spy, she can ingrain herself wherever she needs to be, uh, which is another thing that like the, he just makes him not trust her even more. He's struggling. He's the boy is struggling. <laughs> I think. It, I think this one was a little too predictable. The two um, of them. Yeah, the two of them, and like yeah. I told you, I called it as soon as he came down with some food. Um. 
Actually, I think I called it even when he came down and he was locking her up in the first place. Oh, and they had this like long drawn out scene of him taking five minutes to shackle her. Exact amount. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Mm, Which again, this kind of all goes back to like, there are certain things that happen in this show that I feel like we have not earned. Um, Things that you learn in with the Six of Crows characters, things that you learn about them in the middle of their story. Like you, you are attached to them and then you kind of learn things in flashbacks here and there that you're already attached to. Like, you learn all of this information about uh, Nina and Matthias and the ship and all that, like comes out at some point, but you know, at that point, like by that time you it's just, we haven't earned this with these characters. It feels a little heavy handed at this point, but I f- okay. So then like, I'm thinking like later on in the future, whenever it's the six of crows and we see all these characters again, I feel like then it's like, maybe this is the earning it right here. And we have all that stuff established and we can move forward with these characters and whatever this new story is. But we have all this. I mean, I guess the one that really stands out for me is um, Kaz collateral, putting up the crow as putting up the crow club as collateral. That Uh very much was a move we as the audience have not earned. And that becomes like that kind of thing becomes a lot more important, I think, when you know more about him. And you know more about his personality. Because at this point, like, that's a huge move. You know that he's collateraling. What's the word for that? There's a verb Collater- for that. For collateraling yeah. or whatever? Why am I forgetting the verb for whatever that act is? Whatever. He's putting up his own property as collateral. And that's, like, a big move in general. For anybody, you would think that that's a big move. But, like, mm-hmm. that is something that means something very different when you get more information about Kaz as a person and when you know more about his club and his life and things that like that's a much bigger thing when you understand him more and it like it's a little bit of a bummer that like you just haven't earned what a big move that is in the show and like you don't know like you don't notice if you don't know what you're missing it's not like anything is bad about it I'm just like but it means more if you know him or if you know his attachment to the club and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. And just like to his just... story and her story. And it's, the, you know, there's things that are just a little more important, a little more emotional, a little more like have a bigger payoff when you know the backstory, even though we're getting the backstory I, early. I can see that with him. Yeah. And his, his, whatchamacallit. But I feel like with at least the other characters, um, because he's kind of still mysterious. Like there's nothing really out on yes, you know. He's very dirty hands is very mysterious. Yeah, right. That's okay. Let's not call him that. Let's call him um, dirty hands. You get you just just say it. Just call him dirty hands. I'm not going to. You just, just um, call him dirty hands. So he needs but I feel like this is still a, a good setup for when the next series comes out. And then you're like, I, I know these characters. I know him. I went through eight you know episodes a full season with him so i think it works out in the end i think it will work out as well. i'm curious to see when we get to six of crows like are they gonna do all three shadow and bone books and then move on to the six of crows story are they gonna try and start telling six of crows next season and put six of crows and crooked kingdom into the shadow and bone stories as well and then it we'll depends just move on, how on this to King one of ends. scars yeah so we'll we'll see where that goes um but anyway, Alina is, uh, has run away. Inej let her go. You know, she kind of blinded Jesper and Kaz, but Inej just lets her go. 
Yeah, because she's different from the other two. She very much she, is. She she believes wholeheartedly in in her abilities and what she is supposed to be able to do for that country. So, yeah, I I, I saw that. You know, like that makes sense. She's but this not girl, like the rest of them. No, so this girl Alina immediately runs into a soldier who, to her to her credit, doesn't recognize his, doesn't recognize her, doesn't know that she's a sun summoner, but recognizes that she's Shu and immediately tries to like assault her. So, no questioning of like, well, why is a Shu here? <laughs> like, if you know, because it's not like they come back and forth, right? Right. So then, yeah, it's like there's, yeah, exactly. So then it's just like, why, and you know, we're just gonna kill him. It's just a big racist town. How is this the the focal point of the story? Why are these people good to save? Well, they don't really focus so much on the racial tensions in the book again because Alina's not shoot, so it just doesn't come up. Um, and like there, there is racism against uh Fjordans and against the Shuhan and like just tensions but it's not really very blatant I'm trying to think if there's like any point where it is I mean subtle racism is still racism no it is it is but like I'm trying to think if there's like things where like you read it and you're like oh shit um and they're because I'm trying to think how mm. often they even mention because the Shuhan, especially the Fjerdens, are a little more of a threat because we know the Grisha and we know like Fjerdens are actively hunting Grisha. So they're a little bit more of an active threat. You talk about them a little more. The Shuhan, you don't really talk about all that much. Really? I don't even know if we really have any Shu characters until Six of Crows because Ketterdam but, is very diverse. But they're they're blatantly showing you depictions of these characters oh, yeah. in a very negative light for the purpose to display that these people don't like these people. They're racist yeah, against these yeah. people. So I feel like that's just the ebb and flow of this country. They're bad. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what is, what's, what's the, what's the, it's a whole racist country. I can't think of another bit. one. So, uh, What's a country been full heartedly? Oh, Germany was doing that for a second. Wow. And I'm just saying, we're supposed to be rooting for these people? I mean, are you, who are you really rooting for anyway? Who are you rooting for? Uh, me personally, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Because I feel like they're all racist. So now I'm really just trying to figure out if we have any characters from Shuhan in this entire trilogy, and I don't. Mm, kind of making you look back and being like, "Oh wow, wonder why they left all those people out of this." Well, because I think they it wasn't a matter of like deliberately being like we don't want Asian characters. It was more of like they're not like this isn't about that country. We're focusing on Ravka, so they're kind of just there. And then there's shoe characters in other stories in the franchise. But like Alina's story doesn't really interact with Shu Han at this point um, because they're at war. So, you know, unless you're crossing the border, you're really not meeting anybody from Shu Han. Yeah, but you're, you've already vilified them. And we know that they're the ethnic, you know, Asian characters. So I would just assume, well, we hate these people. They're Shu Han. They're the villains. So what is what? Why? Why do we hate them? And they never give a distinct reason. So you really hate me for no reason. 
Yeah, well, I mean, and the 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 war with Shuhan and Fierda isn't really the big battle in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. It's a, like a backdrop. It's like a thing that's been happening for so long. It's just like the way things are. But the big battle really is against, like, almost against the fold. Like that's what you're fighting at this point. Mm. So the the war between Ravka and Fierda and Ravka and Shuhan is kind of the the backdrop of the story of this this setting. Um, but not the focus. If that makes sense. Mm. So we don't well, really we it, don't really get a lot outside of Ravka in Shadow and Bone. Well, it's, it's then it's a very interesting choice for them to to one make her character a shoe or half shoe or whatever, uh, and then to put up all the artwork around town of, hey, look at this racist shoe stuff yeah it was definitely a very deliberate choice on the show's behalf to get more into the racial politics of the country which Mm, was okay yeah Yeah, i I, I don't know now episode six i'm kind of (laughs) like do we really need it though Choice. It's no, a choice. I don't no, know. We didn't. I don't know why. I I will be curious to see if there's um I don't know. I don't know if they'll talk about that in interviews. I would imagine that that'll come out at some point. Somebody will ask about the question and somebody will, will answer. Will somebody it. ask? Will somebody, somebody ask? Somebody will ask. Somebody will have access mm. and somebody will ask. Or um, do I have access? Because I'll ask. Yeah, find find a find an author tour. I can't, I can't wait till book tours come back. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Alina immediately runs into the racist soldier uh, and like, good on you for defending yourself. Maybe find a way to do it without using your powers. Oh, so she won't draw attention to herself? So she don't immediately draw attention to your power. Like, uh, this guy didn't notice that she was this one. He's like, oh, she used a trick with phosphorus. But like, bruh, you know, you know what could have helped there? Combat training with Botkin. Very true. But Very she never, true. Uh, well, hold on. There's who's who's Botkin. What are you I talking hate about? you. There's nobody. And like Botkin when she gets show. attacked, because uh, that is a scene that kind of does happen in the book a little differently. Because at that point, she's already with Maul. She does actually beat the crap. Like she breaks the guy's nose, and like it's a whole thing. And she like she re- she's really excited. I think she hits him and he does the whole like you know he's behind her. She elbows him and then turns around and smashes his face over her knee, breaks his nose, blood everywhere. And she's like, "Oh, I did it!" Like she's all excited about it. Wow. She's like, oh, look what I did. And he's like, we need to fucking go. Calm down. Oh, so Maul is with her at that point. Maul's with her at that point. So this is, again, where we have just abandoned the passage of time. From her leaving the palace to getting to Rivost is like weeks. I'm pretty sure. And nothing else happens in between? And, like, she's just running and... She runs into Maul, I think, prior to Rivost, I believe. And it's just like, I don't, like, everything is so drawn out. But everything in the show, like, it literally sounds like she left the palace, like, the night before. Well, I mean, yeah. But they mention in the show at some point that, like, it's been a few days. They're like, you know, ever since you did that thing at the palace. And I'm like, the thing she did 20 minutes ago? But the way they say it makes it seem like it's been a few days. I don't know. The passage of time in this is is bothering me. Yes. I mean, we had the same issue, though, with, um, what should we call it, his dark materials. Yeah. I don't know why it's so hard to do the passage of time. I don't think TV shows 
want to do the passage of time. Which is dumb because it just makes it seem like all your shit is happening super fast. And that doesn't make sense. I, because I think you can either do it two ways in their minds. Either one, you actually make like longer episodes or you make more episodes and to show the passage of time. Or two, you do montages and you don't want to fill a whole bunch of uh, your your series with a bunch of montages to show but, like you can just time. show the seasons change in one scene you can show like you can show that she's been on the road for like she's gonna look real different when she leaves the palace as opposed to a week later like she's gonna look rough and tumble and she's gonna be tired and she's gonna like you can show that kind of shit but she looks exactly the same when she sees maul you gotta think about it later um uh, I mean, like, as in thinking about um, a show that maybe has done a good job at showing the passage of time without a montage or like 700. Yeah, like, well, but like, it's totally doable. You've seen it in movies and shit. I don't know why these shows just can't do it. But and again, her mall finding her is like she's in Rivost. She gets seen and she's running very similar to this. Uh, but he was part of the group that was tracking her. Because at that point, he was doing it to find her. He's like, you know, I just got with the group that was tracking you down. And then I had to, he said, he talks about how um, he was trying to lead them away from her. And he's like, you made it really difficult because you were really obvious about where you were. So he's like trying to cover her tracks. And he's like, you're making this real, real hard for me. You were very obvious. Uh, but he does eventually find her. And even when they find each other, they don't speak for like days. Yeah, nobody's waiting that. Or nobody's. That's why they cut that out. They really don't have a, like a legit conversation for days because the last time they spoke to each other was to fight uh, at the palace, and she was convinced that was the last time she would ever see him. And so, you know, when he finds her, she's shocked, and then it's like, you know, we we're running for our lives, so we don't really have time to stop and and bro it out here. They bro don't. it out. They do oh, not have time to okay. bro it out. But uh, he finds her, you know. On his own, and they make their merry little way. Yeah, it's pretty cut and cut and paste. Like nothing out of the ordinary. There's nothing crazy. So, but, uh, but we where... cut back to Nina and Matthias, who have found a conveniently located whaler hut that still has food in it because a whaler was just there. Yeah, and that's what uh, love that his name says, right? Love that. Yeah, I mean, he said it in two seconds. So he's like, yeah, someone who's here. He says, oh, there was a whaler here, so there's still food. So they find food. Uh, she immediately strips down. And he refuses. Because he is a prude. This is this is a running or, theme with Matthias. Or he's just a little more modest than... He's literally you know. going to freeze to death in his wet clothes, but he would rather stay modest. I'm thinking, like, he lives in the north, so he's, like, he's got to be, you know, kind of Icelandic or, you know, Nordic and something like that inspired. I think he knows how to stay warm if he needs to stay warm. Yeah, but he's also in the presence of a woman, and he doesn't know how to handle himself at all. He's an idiot. I think it's he's in the presence of somebody he's supposed to be hunting. That as well, but it doesn't help at all that she's a woman. Like, their culture is just very, very... I mean, the way that he talks about women, their culture is very um, sexist. Old school. That means the same thing. That that means the same thing. It's very sexist. They're very misogynist. They're very proper, um, extremely prudish. 
very religious. Like it's a whole thing. So she is like, I'm stripping down because I need to survive. And I really don't care. Like we're not having this argument. You would stay in your clothes and you can freeze. Be my guest. I'm going to be over here naked as the day I was born and getting warm. Uh, and if you would like to join me and share some body heat, that's on you. And I just wrote, we love a body heat trope. I mean, it's, we love it's a body coming. heat trope. I knew it was coming as soon as they got out of the water. I was like, well, we're going to do this. We got yes, to keep alive. It just says we love a body heat trope. Good for them. Wow. And then look who's questioning all his religious brainwashing. So, yeah, I mean, we, we have a pretty long extended scene of her like trying to convince him to get naked and him doing everything in his power to not do so. I, I don't know if it's just like his religious or his job of hunting people that they have told him are supposed to be oh, master yeah. it's manipulators everything. or whatever. It's everything. Because it's he's like he's supposed to hunt them. There's but, uh, like, but that kind of stuff people. It comes from their religion. Like that. See, you're gu- you're giving book though. We're yes. going show. So and like I'm saying, just like the last series we did, they 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 don't give you stuff like that. They're yeah, just they haven't. Giving, they like, haven't gotten these people. To, yeah, they barely even said these guys are elite. <laughs> like they're just like <laughs> they, they really have these. So as far as you know, it's like my duty is to to take these people back and trial and try try whatever trial them. <laughs> Trial them? Yes. And try them. There you go. And he doesn't understand that word because there is no trial at all. There's just a persecution. Yes. And her questioning that with one sentence, mind you, of how many people are innocent. is is groundbreaking for him. Yes, and they didn't even tell you that he's a rookie. That would make a lot more sense if he's supposed to be like. I I had no idea he was a rookie. I just thought no one in the entire history of their culture has ever asked that one question. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, nobody probably has. Somebody had to at least been like, "Look, you guys are up three hundred kills this year. (laughs) Nobody was innocent. Not one." Really? Okay. I mean, you're just you're just brainwashed from the day that you're born. Like that's what you know. It's not a question of whether or not Grisha are evil. You know that they are. So there's nothing to question. I mean, I, I guess. But I, again, this was the whole bad boy turns good thing. So I, <laughs> it was it was definitely a predictable one. So Not far, the, the two the two love interest ones have definitely been predictable. The main story one and uh, Nina and her her, which is why again, uh, like bullies. I like the direction it goes, or I like the order that it goes, and in Six of Crows because these are all flashbacks and you again you earn this kind of stuff because this isn't their introduction. Um, it's for neither of their characters. It's an introduction. Um, so, like, you just you, you earn things in a different order. But you know, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. So we're going this with it. This is what it. they're giving us. Yes. So we we head back to Maul and Alina, and this is the only time. This is we are six episodes in. This is the first the first mention of the passage of time because Alina says it's been months and I haven't heard from you. Has it? Or has it been five minutes? It's been a week. Has it been four days? And like, there's nothing to indicate that months. There's not at all. Like, 
There's like no we are way. well into spring at this point. We have gone through, I want to say the beginning of the book is like, maybe it's like early fall, but it talks about while she's at the little palace, it goes in, like it turns into winter. So it goes from fall to winter while she's at the palace. And at this point with it, she's running, it's spring. Because at some point mm-hmm. while they're on the run, it starts snowing and where they are, it's like weird. Like it's like, you know, it's weird for the time period, but not for where they are, you know. You know, in this area, it snows well into the spring, which is what it is now. So, like, so much. It's got to have been, like, six, seven, eight months at this point. It's been five minutes. And their their reuniting doesn't even seem special. It doesn't. It does not. They have, like, a little fight where they argue about their letters that neither of them got. And then he's like, you know, I've been trying to get back to you this whole time. I don't know who this man is. I don't know who this man and is. It's it kind of after a while, especially after the scene, like uh, so, like they get back together. Then I think they go to the the pub scene, and then it's another one between those two again, right? Yeah. After that second scene between those two and the like, the warming thing with her and her abilities, I was yeah. just kind of like, I don't care about you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like. You're not even progressing as a couple. They're not. Like, you in the the dark uh, dude progressed faster. (laughs) And you just met him. So this dude that you've known all your life, basically. To be fair, he looks like Ben Barnes. I I can't falter for that. I I don't care. I don't care that he's 39. You have... You have lost me with this thing where you were writing a letter to this guy for months quote unquote and when you meet him you act like you guys are just friends still <laughs> get out of here yeah they're they're both they're get both confused here. they're both confused but the, um, it, that's why I, was like, I just don't care wow we got hug it out they hug it that's out that's what's man. upsetting not even a kiss you they get a nice the other dude. a nice crisp high five exactly a fresh high five that's what (laughs) it reminds me when i was trying to talk to this girl and i was her something came up and i was gonna buy her something and i was like oh i was asking my friend what should i get her and i was like should i get her like balloons or something and he was like yeah if you want to high five her for the rest of your life (laughs) and i was like jeez i hey that was my that's my a game but whatever. Wow, the balloons really we'll talk we'll talk that was like in high school yeah we'll talk whatever uh, <laughs> you know what Jeez. buy her the balloons buy her the balloons yeah let me get a time machine and go all the way back you can get them now anyway a nice surprise i don't know that woman anymore she will get you a restraining order in return exactly so anyway, We're yes, the these pub. two high five. Yeah, we move over <laughs> to the pub where uh, Inej and Kaz are having a little fight of their own because he's like, um, you let her go. What the fuck? Yeah, but I at first I didn't understand. Uh, like, why is he so upset if the mission's not over? I mean, you can still go and try to find her. But he, I do remember he has more on the line. A little bit. Just... A little bit. And he's not told anybody that fact. Nobody knows that he, uh, what is the word? Oh my God. He put it up as collateral. I swear to God, there's a verb for that. He put up the club Mortgaged? as collateral. No. I mean, you could. I mean, technically, that yeah, that is putting it up yeah. as collateral with a bank, but he didn't do it with a bank. He did it with a, a madam. So, uh, and he mortgaged a person. So other... let's not use the word mortgage there. Uh, Pawned it. 
I don't know. It's going to drive me crazy. But anyway, he puts up the club as collateral and doesn't tell anybody. Um, so Inej is just now catching on because he says, you know, if if this goes wrong, we lose the club. Like, we're screwed. And she's like, I'm sorry, say that again? Uh, say it one more time? Yeah. What'd you just say? Yeah. I mean, because you got to think, the whole crew was thinking he was just in it for the mill. Yeah. And it's like... Or the yeah, 250K, okay, a- as it were. It's a meal for him. He's not going to share. He doesn't look like the type that shares with the rest of them. How dare you, first of all. Does he? He's a fair man. Exactly. That's like I thought so. He's a fair man. Um, so, yeah, they're just thinking he's in it for the cash. Not anything that's supposed to be, or, uh, supposed to be dear to him. I don't know Very how. Much so. Again, don't you don't know. know. You don't, don't know. know that. that upsets yeah. me uh that were i don't know that was a it was a thing um but in that so we we kind of skipped over it but in that uh one of the scenes with with maul and alina they're you know huddling with her little ball of light um which apparently they can't risk a fire but they can risk that bright ass light okay the sun yeah literally the sun just in a ball that's fine uh and he you know he has that line and he has the line from the book that i think doesn't hit the same way in this because he says you know i'm sorry i didn't see you before but i see you now which doesn't yeah. really hit the same when you don't understand that he's been aloof their entire life. Until like five minutes ago, he didn't see her as like a romantic partner. He has not been searching then, for her this whole time. He didn't even get to, you know, go for the stag. At the time, he didn't he didn't understand whether he didn't understand or didn't think that it was a romantic notion. No, he literally came to this realization like five minutes ago. So and then she just swoons over right after a little bit a little bit okay because she's you know she's always seen him but he's you know seeing her in this light for the first time and like so the line i guess kind of works but like it doesn't mean the same thing you don't realize that no it doesn't where does it work explain to me in the tv space where that works i don't it does not work (laughs) because i didn't see you before would imply he did not see her before in any any way but like I feel like maybe they tried to play it it as the line was like, I'm sorry I didn't see you as this, like this powerful woman that you are now. You know, I only saw, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. But they wanted to keep the sweet line. Because where where was the, where was the show of force? He always talked about her protecting him too. No. So he saw her there as, as a strong person. He also saw her as a love interest because he turned down free geisha uh grisha uh poo. true really and he's all and he's always been the one to try to even like protect like no the line made no sense they it wanted was, to keep was, the sweet line from the book it was for you it, it was, was for you it's not for it me because it didn't work reader. for me i'm saying the book reader yeah the person that read the book and sat there and was like oh look at this he didn't see your bs no nah, it was it That's does this it mall was. like you can either have this line or you can have the book like the show mall the two of them it makes sense for book mall it doesn't make sense for show mall i don't know whatever but well, you know who's waking mall. up well you know who is making progress nina and matthias this episode was a lot of them now that I it think was about it. we it did get it. we did get quite a lot i was really i didn't know how much we were gonna get because i know early on um people were looking at imdb and like looking at his actor and being like oh my god he's only in one episode what ah, we're not gonna see him at all um and then it was like okay then he was in three and then i think he got updated to five so i don't fucking know how many episodes he's in 
And then when they were releasing, um, he was they weren't in the trailer. They weren't in the first trailer at all. They're in the second trailer for like a split second. And then I think they only released one set photo, maybe two set photos of the two of them. So like nobody really knew how much they were going to be involved in the show. Hmm. So we weren't really sure. So we've gotten more than I think a lot of people expected. So this was really their episode, uh, at least for for most of their stuff. But yeah, they wake up. He's feeling a certain type of way. He's nice and warm and cozy at this point. Uh, I should have gave him morning wood. I mean, I was trying to be euphemistic about it, but sure. Uh, no. I was be. trying don't not be. to be lewd, okay? But I think if we're just going full Nina, lewd and unseemly, we love it. We love it. I mean, think about it. It plays into, like, these new feelings that he's... Yeah, he's, he's never got. seen... Yeah, he's like... Or not scale women. Fjerden women are proper, you know. It's not natural for girls to fight. You know, we separate them. We're care... You know, they're caretakers and we're protectors. And da-da-da-da-da. This fucking misogynist... This whole misogynist culture that he comes from. He's never seen somebody like Nina who can actually feel free to speak up for herself. And, like, the, again, the asking, you know, have you ever asked them if they want to fight is another thing that's straight out of the book. That, like, again, these things that he has never in his life thought about. Like, he's like, yeah, women don't like to fight. She's like, have you asked them? Oh, well, now that you ask, no, I haven't. It's just what the men told me. So, you know, it's true. He's still new in the book, in the show. It just seems like those questions are never asked. They really, I mean, they're not. They're not. So it's just how right. his whole culture is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they, they, they have a little, he laughs for the first time. You see a smile on his face. He does not know how to respond to this woman. Yeah, she's having Yeah. Fun. At the, at the, the thought of her beating him up. Yeah. He mm. was at the, I was like, she is literally a heart. She could knock your ass out with a blink, bro. Why do you I think, think you're he's winning more this fight? of fisticuffs as opposed to which again battles. Try fighting her when it's not five on one. All right, she'll still kick your ass. Was he in the room? No, he was outside because he threw his bolo from outside, and she never saw him. because uh, she didn't recognize that he was there until she saw the bolo he was carrying. Literally felt like the bolo came. Which really, me. it could have been standard issue. Like maybe they all carry that. You don't know. <laughs> it's just a wolf. Uh, yeah. That's their sigil. All right, you don't know. Yeah. But Whoop. that's where they're at. He's laughing. Yes. You know, they're having a grand old time in their little yurt. Good for them. Sure. Jesper set up a bomb. Uh, and probably kills some people. I mean, maybe it was just a light show. Because I mean, it didn't really sound that, like, it didn't sound that bad. Maybe it was Did just you see a the guy? Fire. Did you see the guy that opened the door from then on? He's fine. He's dead. He's, yeah, they, you don't know. Do you think no the red keftas killing. are like red shirts? Uh, no, 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 thought they were heart, uh, taggers. Yeah, yeah, but, but do you think maybe the purples, who do you think, who's the red shirt here? I've only There's seen a lot one of blues. purple. We've seen two purple, three purples. Who else is purple? We I saw the author who was purple and we saw a purple oh walking down the hall and she was the one that opened the wall. So NPCs, nobody's yes. basically. How dare okay. you? But yes. Cool. I, and I and when I say nobodies, I mean all of them that have been wearing purple. <laughs> nobody. So yes, David is the only named fabricator we've seen so far. He might as well have not been. You don't know. You don't know. I anything. know. 
Anyway, we get the sister of the man that Inej killed. Because not only is she getting her first kill, she's not only getting her first kill, she's getting her first vengeance uh, coming after her. She's just knocking it all out first. Again, rightfully so. The girl lost her. She really is. Like, this is hard because Inej and Kaz and Jesper are not in the right. They do not have the moral high ground here. Not that, like, the dregs really ever have the moral high ground. But, like, for your first kill, you kind of want to have the moral high ground. Why? It just makes it easier to swallow. No, it just makes it easier for you to kill more. It does. Exactly, it does. Exactly what she's been going through. But, like, uh, and I like exactly the, what I said. I was like, you already got the brother. You may as well get the set. Go for that's it. That's terrible. So you've killed a lineage. They should, the, the next book <laughs> she should ended literally, a the next, it should be their parents Jesus Christ. coming after her. Like, the whole family should just be coming after this one person. That lady is mad. She too. She is, she sets another man on fire trying to hit an edge. Like, this lady yeah, doesn't like, care. Bur- and I, and I, I'm, I bet that was a thing for them to be like, oh, well, she's reckless. And, you know, for you to kind of sympathize more with an edge and be like, <laughs> oh, well, this woman doesn't care who she hurts to, to get. Yeah, she lost a f- close family member. Like five minutes and, ago. Yeah. You think that that's not the appropriate response or something like that? When she can do something about it to the murderer? Yes. Come on now. Let's, 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 you got to give her a little more, you know, sympathy. So the sister goes after Inej, Ivan or Ivan, it depends on who's saying his name. He does finally have a name, but Ivan uh, goes after Jesper. We get our little sharpshooter moment. He's shooting yeah. through sheets. It's all very fancy. Could have just shot him in the face the whole time. He did say know. he should have just shot him in the head. He did say that. Yeah. He was going like He was going for flashy. He was going for the challenge of it. Jesper likes he's a bit go- of dramatics. I already know he's just going to get, that's going to get the, the gang in a lot of trouble in Six of Crows. I just know it. He's probably going you to don't be know the reason. He is probably going to be the reason why something happens. And if if anybody ends up dying... It will probably be because of him. You don't know anything. Okay. I feel like you'll like these yeah. books, though. I feel like you will like those books. But, uh, yeah, so they have a little fight where uh, Ivan's like, you know, you know you're know, you full of shit because our Kefter are bulletproof, which I feel like maybe you didn't need to tell him. Maybe you let him think that they're not bulletproof, and then you play dead, and boom, you kill him when he gets close. But, you know, that's just me. Hubris? Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Oh, because this is where, uh, also, we d- we have not, there's no mention of the Oprichniki in the show, um, which is the Darkling's personal guard, which we really don't talk about. So I'm trying mm. to remember if Ivan wears red in the book, even though I just read it. I can't remember if he wears red or black, because like his personal guard wears black. They're not like black kefta, which is why it was very uh, fancy for Alina to be offered one. But like, we don't talk about them at all. And like she, they're immediately recognizable. Like she immediately recognizes and appreciates. That's why she ends up getting caught. Now that I think about it, she runs into the soldiers. The soldiers don't recognize her, but she runs into into an appreciation at one point, and they do recognize her. And that's and... when, because as she's running, as she's going through these cities, she thinks it's re- like she's expecting at every moment because it's been like she's on her own for well over a week. Um, and she can't understand why, like, every time she walks near a city, she's expecting to see, like, posters with her face everywhere. Like, they're all looking for her. But nobody is. Nobody's looking for her. And it's not until huh. she runs into the Oprishniki that they are, and she realizes they didn't tell anybody that she ran. Nobody knows except for them. 
they're the only ones looking for her. Huh. So I totally forgot that- until this episode that we never talked about them. Well, we we definitely I don't even think we even see them in this whole series. So no, far. I think they just got rid of them. They're just like he just these are just the people that are around him. But we don't talk about like his his personal guard, I guess. Uh, but that okay. was just an aside because that came to me. Um, but yeah, so Jesper does not kill Ivan. After like, if you read the books, you know he's not going to kill Ivan because Ivan is like a named character, and like they killed Marie, but Ivan's a little more of a character than Marie is. So you're like, okay, he doesn't die. How? He's had about as much screen time. He probably has about as much screen time, but he in in the book he has more page time. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you just like okay, Ivan doesn't die here. So w- what's happening? And then there just happens to be a small child in this abandoned like laundry for the night. Uh, and so Jesper doesn't kill him because he doesn't want to watch this. He doesn't want this child to watch somebody die. So he's like, all right, now, I'll just leave now you. you have a conscience. Okay. He has a conscience. He's not going to let it. He, you know, he says, I'm a big softy. All right. I'm a big softy. I'm not going to let this child witness a murder. So here we go. Meanwhile, Inej has no such, uh, she has no such children in her area. Straight up stabs this woman in the chest. Yeah. She, she, it's easier now. She does offer to let her live. She's like, I will just put this right here. You hold on to this for me. Okay. And then when you see a healer, then you can take it out. Okay? But don't follow me. Don't take it out now. You'll bleed out. And why what does this woman why do? Why would she think that works? Threatens her. She's like, you know what? On second thought, I'll take it back. That was such a cool line. That was such a, I love Inej. I love her. But she, you can see this is physically taking a toll on her. It is. She's because very upset. Because when she took it off, it, or took the knife back, She, it wasn't like it was this strong well, she's also thing. been stabbed, so she's kind of working through her own bleeding. Yeah, but again, like I mean, just like emotionally. Yeah, but like, I, it's, she's fine. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing she will be in the future, but like, she'll mm, be fine. Mm. Nobody's religion ever gets in the way of them killing. It's fine. It's fine. No, there are people like that that are just like, yeah. This is justification for my killing, and then there are people that are like, "This is a moral." No, like, she very toll. much. Is. It's, it is going to take a moral toll, but she's yeah, fine. So, she's fine. But I'm talking about like in Six of Crows. Is that you know? She's fine. Will that will that come up? Because I thought this was I all know. new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't Whatever. know anything about anything. Kaz Whatever. and the Darkling square off again. I am uncomfy. I am uncomfy with these characters meeting. I don't like it. It makes me upset. Well, it's a thing. We're crossing the timelines. It does not make my brain pleased. Well. And I knew this was coming because like when we're talking about like in interviews, they were talking about making the Six of Crows content and like Lee Bardugo was talking about like how cool it was to see these characters that had never met. Like they're suddenly meeting on screen. And I was like, no, no, I don't like that. And I wonder will I they do it like vice that. versa in the future? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, but that means they will. I don't think so. That means they will. We'll figure it. It'll depend so. on it'll depend on when they do Six of Crows, but we'll we'll see. Um and the Dark Leg straight up tries to use the cut on Kaz. And it's more so it's crazy that he tries to use the cut on Kaz, but more importantly, it's fucking crazy that Kaz lives through the darkling trying to use the cut on him. That's fucking wild. Nobody survives that shit. 
Well, clearly somebody does. Nobody um, survives that shit, Aaron. Uh, clearly, he dove out the way at the last second. And like, I guess, and... like, it really just adds to the whole mythos of Kaz Brecker, Dirty Hands, the Bastard of the Barrel. Like, if this is a story that gets out and like follows him back to Ketterdam, and like people know this about him, like that's just another way that his reputation continues to grow. But like, that's fucking wild. I'm interested to see his mythos in. Six of Crows. Yeah. Which, again, it's the whole time, I just want you to remember that she's trying to convince you these people are 17. At this point, they're 15. Absolutely not. Absolutely (laughs) not. Not not. even close. It's the most unbelievable thing about those books. Uh, But yeah, he tries to cut Kaz. Kaz does his own little Batman move with some phosphorus and flees into the night. And the Darkling does not pursue. Yeah. Because... Technically, they're not even that important anymore. They're not, because once he realized, to him, you know, to him, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Him. Once he realized that they don't know where Alina is, they, what does he care? What does he care? Yeah, makes sense. He's got, he's got other things. We head back to Alina and Maul for yet another trope. We're getting all the tropes here. We got the body heat trope, and now we've got the wounded soldier trope, where you know she, the love interest has to heal her wounded soldier. We're going for all the tropes again, here. Again, by this time, I was just like, who cares? About these guys, yeah, because like they're they're not really moving forward. They're and then not. she gets the like the only thing that, to me that came out of that is her getting the epiphany of oh, I should probably kill this deer. Yes, <laughs> like okay, but yeah. So to like play the whole series as like the two of them pining for each other mutually and like desperately like him trying to get back to her, and then they meet and then nothing happens. Like that, no sparks. Not like a one. Not a one. That's that's probably why I'm like. So like it makes more sense anymore. when you realize that like he's just now coming into this realization. He's just now coming into this this uh, romantic feeling toward her. But if you're thinking that he's had these feelings the whole time and he's spent the last months of his life and risked you know you know life and limb to get to her, it's a little anticlimactic. Very much so. Very but so. that's where we're at. She's treating him, and then, like you said, she decides that they need to get the stag before the Darkling does. And uh, they need to get the amplifier because it could make her strong enough to destroy the fold on her own. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of where they just leave them to. That's, yeah, they we see them a little bit, but... Uh, or is that... That might be the last time we see them. That's because the last we move, time we see them. We move immediately to Nina and Matthias lost in the snow. For their extended story arc that's we been do. through this we're whole still, episode. Yeah, we're getting... It's a big Nina and Matthias episode. Uh, and she... she's. I mean, she's just... She pushes all of his buttons. She's calling him out on everything. And she's like, you know, you won't look at me. You won't talk to me. Is it because you're afraid that you'll think that I'm human? If you speak to me? Because I know you've never met one of us and actually spoken to us. So what's the deal? And very much so. Very much so. Pushes all of his buttons. And he's finally like, I do. That's a problem. Like, I'm not supposed to. Like, he is going through. Yeah, she was like, are you afraid you'll like me? And yes. he was like, yeah, I do like you. And I shouldn't. You know, you know you're horrible, yeah. loud, you're lewd, you're treacherous. Uh, you're everything that I was told not to fall for ever. You know, we were taught our whole lives that you guys were beguiling and, and that you were charming. And that, you know, so how do I know that you're not just messing with my insides and making me feel like this? Because they've been, they've basically been told, it's weird. It's this weird dichotomy of being told that they're, 
evil and bad and terrible and wrong, but also ridiculously powerful and like able to control your brain. It's like they, it's. Well, he says that too. He's like, how do I not know you're doing something exactly. to mess with the way I feel? Like, I mean, if they could, which I don't, I mean, we've only seen one instance of it, then understandable fear, you know. Um, but to put a blanket statement on a whole group of people is, I think. Uh, always bad. Always bad. Unless they're Nazis. That's true. Which <laughs> these guys are not. Um, the author is very, very clear about that. Um in her last, uh, I was like in her author chat for Rule of Wolves. Um, and like people ask, you know, it's for Rule of Wolves, but they're asking about all the books. So like, there's always a lot of questions about the crows because everybody loves them. There's always questions about um, the Shadow and Bone characters because everybody loves them. So they're asking, somebody asked a question. I can't remember how it came up um, about uh, the Grisha and um, Judaism and uh, Nazism and the Druskel. And she's very, like, she's very adamant. She's like, as a Jewish person, yes, I, mo I modeled the Grisha off of um, Jewish people but absolutely not are the Druskel Nazis because I would never, ever, ever write any kind of uh, romantic yeah. notion between a Jewish person and a Nazi. So she's like yeah, really adamant that like you do not make that connection. I, I, I would have never made the connection. Just a lot of know. people do. Cause it's, I mean, it's an easy leap to make in a lot of ways. The more you get into their the culture and the more you get into okay. like them. I'm like, from what I've seen so far, it just seems like they're old school people. Women stay in the home, men go out. Hunter gatherer type of thing. Well, just like the way that they treat, like the way that they hunt down Grisha and the way that they treat them. And it's, it's yeah. So there's, it's, it's an easy leap to make, but she's kind of come out and been very adamant. That, like, Puritans is that. what I would think more yes. than anything else. They are very much that. Uh, but yeah, yeah and so Salem so, witch so, trials type of thing. Absolutely. So they have mm -hmm. um, they have their little moment, you know, and you know how she's beguiling him, tickling. Why are we tickling each other? What are we? Are we five? What are we doing? You gotta you gotta fill in some time. So yeah, you know. But you know they're cold and tired and delirious. So good for them. Give them a moment of peace. Let them laugh. And nope, just kidding. She's gonna fall down a fucking cliff. I thought she was shot. I absolutely thought that she got shot. Between the sound and like the way that her body reacted. Yep. Absolutely I like, thought. I was like, did he shoot her? Where did that come from? Nah, I thought like maybe his group found and was like, yeah, what are you doing, bro? You're not supposed but to no, be. But no, she just... is dangling into a chasm and he thinks about it. He he thinks about it. He's like, I could let her fall. I mean, technically, it's still in his head that he's supposed Nobody to would hunt know. these people. Nobody would know. And even if they did know, it's what he's supposed to do. So, uh, maybe. But he doesn't. He pulls her back up. She does, unfortunately, lose her blanket. But luckily, luckily, he gives her his we in slow motion. Very much slow motion. Why did we slow-mo him putting his blanket on her shoulders? Because this was an actual moment. Why was it? Why was the slow motion necessary? Did Zack Snyder direct this episode? Oh, good lord! So hopefully, ten percent of that movie slow motion. Ten percent of that movie. Yeah, they they did. Uh, maybe time filler. I don't know. It was just so. It t honestly, it took me out of the moment because I had to laugh. 
it was wow. very it was so awkward it was so, like that was like a, it's like a nice thing you know he's seeing her as a person he's helping her out but like when you slow-mo it and you draw that kind of it i lost it i could it just take me right out of the moment that was an interesting directorial choice so this is interesting is she a six of crows character or is she, she is in those more... books yeah but like but is she first introduced there or is she yes. first introduced really yeah so all her stuff is new too yeah well this this is stuff from the books because it's all flashbacks that you get in six of crows but yeah it's still kind of weird then so then he's in the book too he is also in those books yes and it's just I don't know if that's a spoiler there. to tell you who's in those books, but yeah, those are. I'm 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 just gonna guess that in the future they're like just together, and it's just explained that that's how they met is because they were yeah because you get all of this in in, in flashbacks, so all of this is technically in the books. It's just not in this book, but the hmm. timing the timing fits. Well, okay. kinda, right. kinda close enough but uh yeah so they they do not uh they don't he doesn't let her die and they are still lost there's not really any resolution but at least they're not trying to kill each other you know that's always good they figure yeah. out the uh we go back to the other crows we've got the other three the other three crows uh Inej can't ride because she got stabbed so that's not happening so they decide to grand theft auto the darklings ride yep what a power knock move. out knock out david in the the I poor mean, guy they left him behind they're like watch the carriage he's like i'm gonna sit here i will read my book this is the easy assignment nobody's gonna touch the darkling's carriage no man gets his ass kicked poor guy he didn't ask he for any of this so important he didn't ask for any that. of this he didn't ask for any of it terrible you can be important without being a good fighter all right david is important in other ways no i mean he was important enough to bring along but not protect He's fine, cause no, who's gonna go after the Darkling's carriage? Nobody, nobody except no, these guys. Somebody except these guys. Uh, they would have. There is no conceivable way that these people are in a war with two different <laughs> sides of them. Maybe they're, they're just so distracted by all of their people being at the war that they're, they're a little, you know, not on top of their idiots. game on everything else. This there would be no country of Ravka. There, wow. may, there may be a West Ravka. Wow. But they would just be you Northern Fjorda <laughs> and Southern Shuhan. And then they would meet right in the middle of what used to be Eastern Ravka. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. exactly where they would meet. So we do actually go back to um, Alina and Maul for a minute because we start talking. This is where, I'm, again, like the show tries to talk about things it hasn't earned because we go back to Maul and Alina walking around and like they're eating and she's like, you know, Maul's like, oh, you, you developed an appetite. That's new. And you look really healthy and that's new. And like all these things that the show hasn't earned because it never showed that she didn't have an appetite. It never showed that she wasn't healthy. It never showed that she wasn't physically active. So mm. it's like, if you don't have that backstory, that's just a random ass thing to say. She, in the way that she looks, and this drives me nuts about all visual media. Because it always happens where they're like, oh, you look really healthy now. But they don't go out of their way to make them look sickly before because, I don't know, they don't want, like, a not super attractive person on screen. And they're like, nah, we you can't can make never. her look sickly. Yeah. I mean, you can never do that. But, they like, in the like, she yeah. has these she has these just really, really pronounced dark purple circles under her eyes that have always been there because she can never sleep. She never gets more than, like, a handful of hours of sleep at the same time. 
Um, and like the first time that Genya tailors her, she takes them away. And Lena's like, I've never seen my face without these before. This is fucking crazy. I mean, I guess you could do that. Um, I just don't know how much they would want to do exactly. that if she's the main character. That's what I'm saying. Like, they mean, just don't they want somebody the, who doesn't look perfect on screen. They did it with The Witcher for a, a brief moment. But did with, they do it with uh, a male character? No, they did it with a female character. Which one? Yennefer? The chick with the hunchback? Oh. I was not. I was thinking I went a different direction with that. She yeah, no, I went a different direction with that. Like, tore up for yeah. a while and yeah, then no, she... You're right. You're right. So they could have done something like that. Like, so it's not out of the realm of It's not. They just don't want to. Because she, yeah, nah. in the beginning, like, she doesn't eat. She's, like, read thin. She can't keep up with anybody in uh, running, like, when she's she, out of breath. Like, they talk about her combat training when, you know, all of their exercises start with running. And she can't keep up with anybody. Um, also, this is um, a young adult yes. story. So they, they're going to always want to show glamorous. Exactly. As a and if you show anything else, it's just like, oh, she got a little dirt on her forehead, yeah. or maybe she has a cut on her yep. cheek or something. Which is like exactly that. she comes in with with dirt and cuts and bruises, and then Genya just gets yeah. rid of them, and that's the end of it. But yeah, so you're yeah. trying to like have all this exposition now that like, oh, you know, being Grisha has made me healthy. Bitch, were you not healthy before? Because you didn't show us that. Nope. But so drives me nuts and everything. Kind of, I and it's weird because, like, as I was reading, I was like, How are they going to show that she's like sickly? And I was like, They're fucking not going to because they never do. Mm -mm. They never do. She looked a bit heavy. That's about it. Heavy. Wow. <laughs> okay. For you got to explain though, because nobody knows what you're referencing. Aaron it's does not fine. mean that she's heavy. He's talking about me. <laughs> I am not talking, talking about talking me about being a bit heavy. No, I'm show. not explaining that. I'm not explaining that. Aaron called me fat. <laughs> I did not. And she tries, so she tries to explain about Alexander because she's on, she's like talking about Alexander. He's like, who the fuck is Alexander? And she's like, about that. Yeah, but he did the thing was was like, I don't care. I just wanted to find you. He's like, you don't owe me an explanation. Which yeah, again, to her credit, is not how that goes down. Is not because he gets all upsetty spaghetti about, uh, <laughs> he gets upsetty spaghetti, Aaron. It's a legitimate <laughs> thing. He gets upset he's spaghetti about the Darkling and her and how close they are. And she's like, how many women have you flirted with? Like, why are you coming at me like this? But he doesn't care. He doesn't. She doesn't owe him an explanation. It's fine. He He's definitely a simp mal in this one. Is he simp? He very yeah, much. He's, he's absolutely a simp. He's simp mal. And then, I mean... We love a simp, though. Like, we, that's not a bad thing. What? I'm we sorry. Excuse me? No, we don't. Wow. No, we don't. This means they're In nice. any form. No, it does not. This means they're nice. <laughs> no, it, it almost always, not. when somebody gets called a simp, just means they're nice. No. No. I, we do not. We like we like uh, free-wheeled, forward-thinking people. Wow. That's anyway, like. Simp Mall <laughs> says she doesn't owe him anything. Uh, and the Darkling, so the Darkling is back in the city where she originally was when, in Rivost, asking around, finds the soldier that she uh, initially ran into, and gives him her entire life story for some reason. Wait, and are you talking about in the book? No, in the show. He's like, he like gives this man so much more information than he asked for. Oh, you kept saying she the whole time. Did I? Yes. That's why I was 11, like, what are you? It's 1130 at night, Aaron. Okay. It's 1230 at night. No, it's are 1130. You okay? 
Oh my God. Okay? Why does the clock on the counter, the counter, the clock on the website says 11.26 p.m. Oh man, I think you. It says 11.26 p.m. I'm looking at rest. it right now. It says 11.26 p.m. <laughs> cat. Oh, you added a marker for my cat. It's late, you man. You are hilarious. It's late. It's you 12.30 are a in the morning. citizen of Ravka and Jesus are not Christ. good at the wars. Are we going to watch episode seven? Uh, we should. I all mean, right. if you want to, if you want to finish this all tonight, then yes, oh we God. should. We should. If we're finishing this we tonight, we're up for another four hours. It's twelve thirty. So how do you want to do? Do this? we finish this tomorrow? <laughs> no. How about we? How about we? Because I'm down to watch the uh, last two. If you want to record tomorrow morning, we can even rewatch the last two. If you want, that's to. fair. That's fair. Well, but I don't well wanna, okay. I don't anyway, this is not bed. a discussion we have to have <laughs> with the, with the, the listeners. <laughs> this is not. We're tired, guys. Uh, so we will come back. We'll be here again for you listening. It'll be right after this. But Aaron and I are going to yeah. figure out the logistics of what's happening off the air. So you don't have to listen to our conversation. Yes. It's late, okay? Uh, yes. We'll see you on the next one for episode seven. Bye.